This is Around the Table, where we explore the benefits of cooperative ownership. And today, we're joined again by Joe Lardy, Market Intelligence and Insights Analyst with CHS Global Research. We're going to discuss the latest happenings in global market dynamics. And Joe, let's start off with any possible big events out there you think that could really shake up prices? Yeah, um, Mike, there's there's three big events that are coming up here in the next uh, three weeks or so. And the first one's going to be the September stocks report. And that comes out on September 30th, just uh, you know a week from tomorrow. And these reports historically have surprised the market. And the price moves associated with these are usually some of the biggest that we see around uh, government reports. Um, the price moves from the stocks reports are generally much bigger than we see even on the monthly WASDI reports. So, and I expect more of the same come September 30th uh, for this round. The second big thing, like I mentioned, is the WASDI report. So the next WASDI report comes out on October 12th, which is about three weeks from now. And I think the real question that we're going to be trying to answer on that report is where do we go with yields? Um, we've already seen yields bounce around a little bit uh, in previous WASDI reports this year. And I don't think we have a clear trend on which way yields are going to go. And I think some of the early harvest results are making that even more cloudy, which leads into the third big thing, which is going to be harvest. Um, by the time we get to that October WASDI report in three weeks, we should be at that 50% harvested mark. And right now, the yields that we're seeing on some of the early stuff, I don't think are going to be the best representation of what's out there, just with uh, variability in planting this spring and the crop is maturing in different stages. So. I really think over the next three weeks, we're going to get a ton of information about the crop, and that's really going to shape futures prices going forward here. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about that, what you're seeing and hearing in the early harvest results. We kind of try to marriage those with what expectations were. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think if the early harvest results are a sign of things to come, then I think this year things are going to be highly variable. Um, clearly, the drought has affected yields in the Dakotas and Minnesota, um, but we compare that to, you know, the I states and um, we're, we're seeing some really, really good yields there. Um, some people are talking record yields there. And of course, in the Dakotas, some people are talking that it's an absolute disaster and they don't have anything to harvest. Um, and we're also seeing even some big yield differences just within the drought territories of some of our local elevators. I mean, Yields from different farms across the road from one another are, are we're seeing um, some pretty big differences in yields. So I think this year is really up in the air. And the other thing that's very interesting about this year is we're seeing a lot of disease pressure and tar spot seems to be uh, very prevalent in the east this year. And I think that's causing guys to really rush to get the combines rolling and get out there as they're afraid that the you know the corn is going to go down so weak stands and standability ha has really been an issue and from what we've seen from the weekly crop reports we've got a pretty mature crop we're we're ahead of the five-year average by about 10 percent and so i think there's going to be this rush to get out in the fields and, and and get this crop harvested but the downside to that is that we're seeing low test weights and we've seen that in the past and that low test weight issue seems to be uh, seems to hang around and it kind of filters in 
throughout the course of the marketing year, you know, the um, you know the USDA measures harvest in bushels, but when it comes to the cash markets and stuff, everything is done there in pounds. So that's where the test weight issue really starts to show up. And and so I think um, the test weight issue is going to be something that we'll continue to see, you know, for months to come. Finally, let's switch to South America where it's planting time there and we're watching their weather, also looking at perhaps an expansion of acres as well. What are you seeing and hearing there? So Brazil has specific dates when farmers are allowed to start planting. And um, that just happened within the past week here. And so the main growing state in Brazil is Mato Grosso. And Mato Grosso is as big as basically the entire Corn Belt here in the U.S. Um, the western areas have received rain so far, so the farmers have, have started planting um, aggressively. Um, uh, and the rains generally move west to east, and that appears to be happening. So I don't think we're going to see any delays in um, planting right now in Brazil. And just to put it kind of overall into a, a big picture here, uh, Brazil is forecasted to produce a record crop of 144 million tons this year. And that is just an absolute monster. And in context, the U.S. crop this year is 119 million tons. So the production down in Brazil is looking to be huge. And an increase in acres, like you mentioned, is, is, is one of the reasons behind that. And I think what makes the... Um, the timing of the planting even more important is what we saw last year when the bean planting got off to a very slow start that pushed the second crop they double crop um, with corn behind beans the safrinia corn crop was very delayed and it ran into some bad weather and so i think people were looking at the weather patterns this year going boy if beans get delayed again could south america be looking at another disaster corn crop but so far things look pretty normal and and the potential for brazilian production is very high so we watch both our harvest and their planting both having an impact on our markets joe thanks for being with us you bet thanks mike that's joe lardy with chs global research thanks for joining us around the table be sure to tune in again for more about the benefits of co-op ownership from chs and check out cooperativeownership.com